Hi there, it's Dallas Travers. Thanks so much for tuning in. You are indeed listening to Coaches on a Mission, the podcast for values-driven coaches who want a business you're really proud of. The episode you're about to listen to was recorded before we changed the name of the show to Coaches on a Mission. So you're gonna hear a reference to the Six Figure Coach podcast. Never fear, you're totally in the right place. These episodes were just way too good to remove from our archive. So I hope you enjoy and thanks again for tuning in. I'm Dallas Travers, and this is the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Now, before we dive into this week's episode, I want to extend a heartfelt invitation to you to join the Six Figure Coach Club. Every day, our members tell me how much this training helps them to stay focused, feel grounded, and see results. So many of our members come into the program feeling like they're out there on their own winging it, and inside the Six Figure Coach Club, they have found a home. If you feel like you're out there guessing, if you feel like you're out there without the support, the mentorship, and the education you need to reach six figures and beyond, I want you to know you don't have to feel that way. The club can be your new home too, and I would be honored to mentor you. So you can apply to join us at sixfigurecoachclub.com slash apply, and I want to invite you to do that today. When you do, you'll get the chance to talk with my team, and they're going to help you decide together, hand in hand, whether or not the club really can deliver on its promise when it comes to your unique circumstances in your business. So the link again is sixfigurecoachclub.com forward slash apply. I truly look forward to welcoming you to the family. And now let's talk about Zandra Hawes. She's today's guest and she's a very gifted spiritual mentor, psychic, and healer. Zandra came into our session feeling unclear about the best way to offer the classic coaching discovery sessions because a lot of clients come to her first just for a paid psychic reading rather than a free info session like a lot of us coaches follow. So we ironed out two clear paths to invite clients into ongoing work. It happened pretty effortlessly and Xandra now feels confident about what we put together. Along the way though, we also talked about pricing and all the big feelings and questions that come up for those of us who feel committed to impact as much as we are committed to income. Should you list your prices publicly? What about accessibility for people who may not be able to afford working with you? If you're a spiritual person, is it even ethical to charge in the first place? So if you've ever struggled with the best way to either present your offer in discovery sessions, or if you've wrestled with some of these same pricing questions, I think you will get so much value from today's episode, and I'm excited to share it with you. I hope you enjoy. Hi, Zandra. Welcome to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. Woohoo! Thank you. <laughs> we just had a chance to connect before we began recording, and I really look forward to helping us both feel really clear about a way for you to merge a traditional coaching discovery process with the work that you're doing with your psychic readings and helping you just feel rock solid about that. So that's my intention for our call. Awesome. I'm excited to dive in. Before we dive in, how's it going for you right now? I know you're in the Six Figure Coach Club. How are things? I am consistently having aha moments, (laughs) which is so sweet. I feel like I'm constantly going through and going like, wow, I can really improve this. Wow, I can make this better. Wow, here's something. Almost every single time, whether it's going through on my own doing the courses or whether it's a Q&A and even the people in the group, right. it's so helpful because some people are a lot farther ahead or evolving in different ways. And so I'm just getting more ideas. I'm like, wow, there's that. So I just feel like it's kind of a treasure trove. And it's just like, I, I'm going to need to hire like three VAs with all the ideas that are starting to come <laughs> through. I'm like, I can't do this by myself anymore. There's no way. Yeah. So, That's funny. We had a team meeting yesterday and today, two full days. And that was one of the issues that we brought up was what can we create for members to capture ideas without feeling 
pressure to implement everything right away Mm -hmm. because you're right. There are so many great ideas. And Mm -hmm. I know for me, sometimes I get nervous about, I put false pressure on myself to implement them right away because I don't necessarily have a formalized, I don't have a jar to put my ideas in. So that's Mm -hmm. something we're going to work on in Q2 is what are we going to create for them so that everyone feels Mm -hmm on track instead of only creatively inspired because that's great, but I also want everyone moving the needle. So that's interesting you brought that up because we talked about it. Oh, that's funny. Nice. (laughs) Well, let's dive in, shall we? I'd love to hear from you what you want to walk away with from our time together today. Mm -hmm. So I think walking away, yeah, if I could look back and be like, wow, that was awesome. I really got this out of it. I think there's something for me, especially the work that I do is not something that is a exact formulaic process because it's a lot with, you know, more of, I call it the woo-woo, <laughs> more intuitive energy, all of that stuff. And so getting a clear process about how to do this really deep kind of spiritual work with people mm-hmm. and also having a little bit more process and a little bit more organization for how to do this work with people and how to allow them to step into doing more work together and getting clear on how to do that in terms of it's like helping people get the greater help that they're looking for versus just doing one session, which a lot of my work people are only coming for one session. So it's me getting a process down of how to offer things and how to really meet people in that. Cause I think people are looking for more help, but they need the invitation and I'm not creating a big enough invitation and a process around that in myself, basically. That's really clear. Okay. Mm -hmm. Let's fill everyone in on your business. Can you paint the picture of who you serve, how you help them and what the structure of that looks like right now? Yeah, absolutely. So I help a lot of empathic, sensitive, more of your spiritual seekers really find empowerment in a lot of their sensitivities in order to gain sort of confidence and awareness around the intuitive sort of psychic gifts. So I have a lot of folks coming in that when I'm helping do psychic and intuitive work, some people are coming in and saying, I really want to understand this. And so I'm kind of doing these soul readings and looking at people's purpose and their meaning. And sometimes it's more specific questions and sometimes it's bigger. And then my coaching work is helping more sensitive people that are wanting to really transform their life and also learn energy tools around how to do that essentially. Great. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to repeat back what I heard. Okay. Uh, so there's one, the the piece where people are coming to you for mm-hmm. just one session, mm-hmm. that takes more of a shape of a psychic reading or, exactly. or a spiritual, okay, reading. Yep. And yep. then you also have a coaching practice to help empathic, intuitive people deepen or cultivate those skills. Mm-hmm. Um, and and in so doing, form a different relationship to those mm-hmm. qualities that our culture often labels as weird or <laughs> or Woo-woo. backwards or, or right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Okay. Great. Yeah. And so right now, what I'm hearing you say is, people are showing up for psychic first. Uh, psychic readings. Are you comfortable if I just call them psychic readings for now? Oh, yeah. I, I get that absolutely. Okay. (laughs) So people are coming for this reading because they're seeking more meaning and transformation Mm -hmm. and they could get that through coaching, but you don't have a structured or a routine around how to move people from investing in one-off reading and into investing into a a longer transformation or Mm -hmm. or ongoing work. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. All right. So what, if any thought have you given... If we were just brainstorming here, I'd love to hear Mm -hmm. from the part of you that's noodled around with this a little bit, just to hear where you're coming from or what ideas you've had, and then we can dig deeper. Yeah. I think, you know, it's so funny. I have people that repeat or come in and it's just because things change in their life, right? And so there was something in my system when I started doing psychic readings, and I think this is a wrong assumption a lot of people make, is that if you do a really good job, people are just going to come back. without like a bigger invitation. So people do sort of come back, but I was like, oh, if I do a really good reading or I teach an energy tool or whatever happens during the session, they're going to want more and they're going to step into that. And what I'm realizing as a business owner is that that's actually really sensitive, deep work. 
and that people need to have kind of like a hand to be like, Hey, I'm here for you. I can help you. And to really give that. And so it comes from a really sweet place because my mother, this was the way that I actually started developing my abilities. And I called her and I said, how did we get into this? Who invited us to do this? And she said, someone just looked at us after reading and said, I can help her and pointed to me and like kind of put that out there. And I didn't remember that. And so a lot of my noodling has been like, how did I get invited into this? Right. And like who actually kind of came in for me. And so a lot of it has been trying to figure out how to break up sessions or how to really offer those things to people if they fit the people that I work with. Cause not everyone that comes in for a reading fits that right coaching client, but I get a lot of really sensitive healers, a lot of helpers Mm -hmm. that come in and they're like, I need to transform my space. I need to learn energy tools. I want to learn this stuff myself. Great. So So do you have, and please don't tell us their name. We'll call this Mm -hmm. person Betty, but do you have a coaching client who has Mm -hmm. like moved into that space? Mm-hmm. With you? Great. Mm-hmm. How did it happen? <laughs> I mean, it was a little bit by accident. I do these like spiritual convention sort of things. Okay. I, I don't, there's like hundreds of people and vendors and things. And I was just doing a one-off sort of psychic reading, gathering emails. And then the email, then we're like, do you have programs? And I was like, no. I, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh my God, should I? And then I was like, I probably should, you know, because... I'm, my background's a psychotherapist. And so people sign up, they don't sign up for programs, right? They just sign up for the long haul. You don't have to, you don't have to invite people really. <laughs> so yeah. it didn't occur to me to have something where there's like a monthly or a start or an end or something. Yeah. So yeah, I work with a bunch of people that have kind of trickled in in that way. And mm-hmm. um, a few people that just asked for more, but they've been all these like kind of sweet accidents where people want to just keep going. And so I've been like, oh my God, I need to come up with something. Oh my God, what? how many months? You know, and then trying to learn from the coach club. Do I do month to month? Do I do, you know, a certain amount of time frame depending on what I'm teaching? And then what am I going to teach? So right. yeah, there've been accidents, sweet yeah. accidents. You're, you're making people work way too hard. <laughs> right? They're like, please. <laughs> Oh my God. Let me work with you. Okay. So I feel like there are two things for us to cover today and I want to make sure we're on the same page. Okay. And I want us to decide what to focus on first. Okay. What I'm sensing here is one question is with the enrollment process from Mm -hmm. psychic reading into ongoing work, Mm -hmm. what does that process or routine look like? Yeah. And then the other is the invitation, what are you actually enrolling them into? Are right. you, I, I can't tell if you're clear or not on that second piece. Okay. So the second piece in terms of that, I do have now because of the accidents, different coaching programs. And a lot of them are some people I have that are biweekly and it's really attuned to what they're trying to learn. Like in the call we have like, okay, what are you going to learn? And then I have three different packages basically that I have that are like, you learn this amount of energy tools in this many months, you learn it in this month. And then there's more apprenticeships for people that actually want to learn how to take the skills and do their own kind of psychic work rather than just energy intuitive work. They can actually do readings back. So I am pretty clear on that part now. Okay, great. We'll say like 80, 80 to 85, I think. I think we're all 80 to 85. (laughs) Right. Well, is it, it's so true because I learn something new maybe every third day. <laughs> right? I'm always learning new things. And so I'm always bringing that into how I parent, into how I partner, into how I run my business. So even the most set in stone offering like the Six Figure Coach Club with the modules and the worksheets and the videos, that mm-hmm. is also always evolving. So mm-hmm. 80 to 85% to me is golden. Let's then look at the enrollment process. Okay. So I come to you through referral or Mm -hmm. through whatever other marketing mechanisms you have in place. Mm -hmm. And your initial offer is a paid psychic reading. Is that Mm -hmm. accurate? Mm -hmm. Right. Now, what we teach inside of the Six Figure Coach Club is an initial offering of a free discovery session. But I just don't know if that applies to you. I mean, that's the part I've been trying to work with in a way, because it's true. A lot of people are coming in and sort of paying for it. And then I'm like, okay, do I do, do I offer them like, Hey, here's these options. Let's do a follow-up call. So I can don't take any more of this 
time, but we schedule another like kind of like shorter discovery call. Cause we've already do- like dove in so much that I don't, is dove in a word? <laughs> I, just, <laughs> I don't think so, but I like it. I don't know <laughs> but yeah, there feels like maybe a hybrid there, but yeah, trying to do a discovery call. Yeah. I'm curious your thoughts around how yeah. to weave that. I don't know. Yeah. There could be two potential paths. One would be you have paid psychic readings. Mm-hmm. You said to me that there are people who show up to the psychic readings who what they're seeking and what they need is a paid reading and that mm-hmm. and you've served them and they may or may not come back, but that's mm-hmm. really the shape of the relationship. There yeah. are also others who want to deepen the work and you don't and it's been unclear to you about like how do I now offer another thing? Mm-hmm. So I think one we'll call it a funnel. Zandra would be from your paid readings, mm-hmm. maybe even, are you, do you do any sort of intake form before your paid readings? You do. Mm-hmm. So what if you just had a question on your intake form, which was like a box that they check or a yes or no? Like, would you like, are you interested in mm-hmm. whatever? And I'd love to hear your language for like work, like an ongoing relationship to deepen these skills? Or Mm -hmm. are you interested in learning more about that? And maybe the options are like, yes, that sounds interesting. Or no, I really just want a reading. Yeah, I definitely, based off of the six-figure coach club I won and I changed my (laughs) intake form. I was just doing that two days ago, actually. So yeah, I was looking at it and I was like, should I have more in here or how do I? So yeah, there definitely is an option with the website to be able to do a checkbox and say like, are you interested in gaining more awareness about intuitive energy tools, grounding your space, you know, mindfulness practice, all of that. I mean, there's a ton inside this stuff that I teach. So probably more simple language, but yes, something around, are you interested in this? Happy to take a few minutes to talk to you about it if you are. like, Yeah. Or even, cause I don't want to plant a seed. Uh, wait, I'm trying to get a psychic reading. I don't want to be sold into something else. I want this time for my reading. So the yes box would be like, yes, that's interesting. I'd like to talk about it at some point after the reading, just to make it clear to them that the thing they're paying for is the reading and they're going to get that. Right. My vision was at the end of the reading, there will be some people who have already indicated, right, that they are candidates for ongoing work. Mm -hmm. There will be other people where you intuit that they should also be invited. Mm -hmm. And perhaps what you do at the end of the reading is schedule then a more Mm -hmm. like an info call Mm -hmm. or Mm -hmm. a chemistry call or whatever you want to call it. You don't have to call it anything Mm -hmm. um, to talk more about the structure of what ongoing looks like to find out if they're a fit. Yeah. My mind jumps off of what you said too. And I'm like, okay, and then what do I need to put in my automation email that sends the thank you out? Like two different automation emails, one that's just a thank you. And then another one that could have something if they're interested in it. Is that too much? Well, I wonder if we just slow it down for people. <laughs> I wonder. We want to also, it's so interesting when we start to think about online marketing and funnels and automations, we can make it harder for people to hire us. Okay. Like we think okay. we think so much about like checking this box then triggers this action. And like, what about the people who are just thinking, hi, I'd like to hire you. And wh- how do I do that? Please don't make me go and watch your webinar or opt into your <laughs> thing. I would like to just sign up, right? But let's just stick with like one step at a time. Okay. So we have the first funnel, psychic mm-hmm. readings on the form. They indicate that yes, they're interested in more. Maybe the thank you email is, P.S., if you indicated that you're interested in ongoing work, don't worry. At the end of our reading, we will schedule a time to talk more deeply about that. Does that all align for you so far? Yeah. Great. And so then you can be in the space of delivering a psychic reading. They Mm -hmm. can be in the space of receiving that. And then at the end, you can schedule another discovery session. Mm-hmm. Great. So what about this funnel for the people who are more interested in the ongoing work? Mm-hmm. The psychic reading is great and fun and, and they're open to it, but really they already know they want this ongoing relationship. Mm-hmm. So do we just bring them directly into a discovery session? Does it 
makes sense for you to have everyone come through the paid reading because it's such a valuable aspect of your process? What do you think? Well, I have some clients that have come just from the paid route, right? Where they just do a psychic reading and they're like, wow, I want to take this further. And then I have referrals just from people I work with that are just like, they just talk about how great they're doing. And someone's like, who's helping you do that? (laughs) And then they end up coming through. And those are the people lately where I've just had discovery calls rather because they're already like, I want what this person has. And so they skip the reading. So I do have people that are kind of coming that way. And the discovery call piece is what I've been using and kind of adjusting a little bit to it because the coaching part is kind of doing a mini psychic reading in a way to look at their space, to kind of look at their purpose, teach them an energy tool kind Mm -hmm. of thing. And that seems to work really well. So that part is where people skip it, where they, you know, it's already someone they trust that's getting the work and loving it. Yeah. Great. So how do we present that offer public facing? How do we make it easy for those people to get on the track they want to be on? How do I make it easy? I mean, do you need to do a whole discovery call if people are already in? We have to start some way, right? So one thing I love about the process, the client search process and how I teach discovery sessions Mm -hmm. is it's a perfect first session for the people who want to keep going because we have that coaching piece built into it. Okay. So I don't see it creating extra work or hoops to jump through for those people who already know they're in because this is how you start the relationship. Okay. How does that land for you though? I think that's fine. In my mind, I'm like, is it because like a couple of them that I've done, people are already in. So they're just like, I'm like, yeah, I really do this. And they're like, yep. And I'm like, this is how much. And they're like, yep, I already know how much you charge. I already know how much this is. I already talked to someone. Like, when do we get started? <laughs> so I've had a couple of that where they're into the kind of the first part, but some of my like trying to explain things, people are like, nope, like I'm good. <laughs> so I think, you know, maybe it's just me reading the field a little bit. And again, discovery calls are a little new as a mm-hmm. You know, again, background as psychotherapist, you do like 20 minute consult calls, but it's not, you're not necessarily doing coaching on them, has been my experience of them. So, yeah, I'm just, it feels like intuiting a little bit, depending on the way that the person's coming in and figuring out, like, do I need to give this information to them or is it not? Right. I just feel like for some people are going to need more. And some people, if they already know someone, it's not as necessary. But I get your like, Obviously, we, I do want to know their goals. I want to know what's gotten in the way. I want to know what their willingness to change and do work is. Mm-hmm. And I want to be able to like teach them something and see, like, does this really work for you? Because it might work for this person that you love, but maybe that's not your style too. So yeah. great. Yeah. I wonder if it's just a simple buy-in. So I'm thinking about the pro- the client search process for discovery sessions. Mm-hmm. And so we were breaking the I right, we're assuming the yes and we're setting those intentions and then we move into coaching. And I wonder if before you move into coaching, you let choose your own adventure, right? It's a version of a question of like I want to make before we decide to move forward, mm-hmm. whether you already know you want to or not. I want to we'll do a little bit of work to make sure that it's an energetic fit. Mm -hmm. And before we do that, I'd just love to know how much about the way I work. Like, What questions do you have about what it Mm -hmm. looks like to work with me in an ongoing way? So maybe you actually flip the order and the invitation Hmm. comes before the coaching. Oh, interesting. Okay. Okay. You would have to test that because – you're inviting people into something that they haven't necessarily experienced, but it just seems like instead of just trying to intuit, right, or stick to the rigid routine, mm-hmm. it seems like you could get a buy-in from them about like, how much do you need to know or how, I know you were referred by my favorite client, so <laughs> how much do you need to know in order to make a, a decision? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I've shared a lot. I'd love for you to take that in and and let's let's let you process that a bit and think about what that might, what shape that might take for your discovery sessions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I'm trying to imagine flipping it at the moment. Like some of the last calls that I've had where people are already aware of a lot of the like pieces, they've already looked at the website, they know people, they're kind of in to, to kind of 
instead of coming in and say like, what are your goals? What are this saying? Like, yes, this is, I guess sometimes people don't always know. A lot of times people are a yes, but the programs are different in terms of the amount of support, right? Some are more biweekly, some are weekly. And so I haven't had anyone come in yet and say, I want this program. They just say, I want to work with you, but they haven't decided which one. And so for me, a lot of the time it's explaining, like, if we're going to meet bi-weekly, you have to have a lot of fire, a lot of heart fire to do this on your own and work with energy. Cause a lot of stuff comes up and you're going to not have as much support versus a weekly for a longer period of time. So a lot of times when people are a yes, it's been just checking in on how ready are you and what's your experience level with this? Um, cause a bi-weekly is not going to shift things unless you've done a lot of your own work or you know how to integrate these things. Right. So, um, I mean, perhaps like getting clear on, again, knowing someone's goals is part of that, right. And what they want to learn, but kind of making the offer, I'm trying to imagine flipping it and still asking what their goals are at the same time first off so that I know how to really shift to what kind of program or what outlet maybe is going to be best for them. I have an idea here. So yeah. I with the Six Figure Coach Club, and you may even recall this, so people book a call, a sales mm-hmm. call with Emily, and I think it's the first confirmation email. I'm 99% sure it is, but we say – like, this is the commitment. This is the price. There's no funny business here. We want you to know this information. Mm-hmm. That way people, that, that, we're just not playing games, right? So I wonder if when people book th- on this track where they already yeah. know they want to work with you, I yeah. wonder if their confirmation email includes either a link to a, a page on your site or just an info sheet about like the the two ways to work with you. Okay. And the the invitation for them is to review it and come with questions. And I often like to frame that by saying, we're not really going to know if this is a fit until we meet, Mm -hmm. but I want to help you have all the information you need in order to make an informed decision so that when we meet and do a little bit of coaching, we'll both feel great about how you decide to move forward. So they could then just have a lot of that. So then, you know, they, they, everyone shows up with the information so okay. instead of having to walk them through, here's option A and here's option B, when it comes to the invitation, which would now go back to the end <laughs> of the discovery session, it's just, what questions do you have? Right. Okay. Or let's, now that we've talked about your goals and you've learned this tool and we've done a little bit of coaching, let's talk about the best way for us to move forward with this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it sounds like rather than spending more time and breaking things down, it's like you're saying, offering that information already of like, these are the options Mm -hmm. that are available. Happy to really discuss, you know, what is going to fit best for you, what type of support, where you think you fit kind Mm -hmm. of in there so that it's more processing that person's space rather than processing the programs with them. Yeah. Mm -hmm giving them space to really absorb and understand the programs. So, because what I'm picking up here is the people who say to you, yep, I already know the price. Yep, yep, I'm in. It's, they say they're in, but you haven't told them what the programs are. So you, I would feel the pressure to explain all of the pieces, whether right. they want to hear it or not. So we right. can take that piece out and that might help the discovery session feel mm-hmm. more connected rather than, Now we enter the part of this conversation where I spew a lot of information at you that you may or may not feel you need to hear. Fair. (laughs) (laughs) That's happened a couple of times. I'm like, and I don't know. I'm like, I guess I would want to know this, but maybe, maybe they are already okay with it. It's, it's amazing how, when you know someone who's doing really well with something, how other people are like, that's fine. I I want whatever they have. Like, I don't need to know the specifics. Like, let's just do it. (laughs) So so true. Right. Like, I don't care how long the sessions are. I like, I really don't, I really don't care. Yeah. Okay. So tell me where you're at. I'd love to hear from you. Mm -hmm. Let me back it up for our listeners. So now, Xandra, we've got essentially two entry points. Mm-hmm. One is people who come to you for a paid psychic reading. Mm-hmm. We're going to add that checkbox. 
mm-hmm. where they just to help them, just to plant the seed for them that there is an opportunity to do this mm-hmm. further yep. and to relieve any pressure on you to try to squeeze a discovery session weirdly also into a psychic reading. Those can now be two separate things. Okay. Then we have the other. So some people start there and then they move into the discovery session funnel for ongoing work. Other people will mm-hmm. skip the reading and just come to the ongoing work funnel. What yeah. does that, what is your understanding of how that process unfolds? Mm-hmm. So in terms of the second funnel for people that are just skipping mm-hmm. and coming in, it is, so when people are booking a discovery session, I call it discovery session on my website, then the email, the automated one that goes out, that's like, thank you. This is when your appointment is blah, 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 has information already on there around these are the programs that are available. This is like what you learn. This is pricing. This is X, Y, and Z, you know, we'll spend some time discussing what feels the most aligned for you in terms of budget, in terms of time, how fast you want, you know, all of this to work, that kind of stuff so that they are already aware when it's coming. Basically they can bring questions versus me spending 15 minutes explaining the difference between biweekly versus weekly, which maybe they have questions around that, but at least it's out there. So it's less of, I feel like the less of me talking, the better. (laughs) at someone in some way. So that's sort of what I'm getting process wise. And then spending more time integrating some of the same pieces that are in like kind of the discovery call kind of template piece where you're like doing a lot around what are your goals? What are the reasons, you know, that have gotten the way? Like, I think that can come up organically, especially when I'm helping people find programs, the ones that have the least touch or the least support. I want to know why they feel ready for that right? Or like, like, what have you done that really allows you to feel like you don't need that amount of support? Because I've taken people on that feel like they actually need more support and they don't. And then it's like kind of a bummer for both of us because they don't have what they need. And then I'm not going to overextend, right? There's that pressure to make sure they're okay, but they didn't want that extra support, even though they actually needed it. So... Today's episode is brought to you by Flawless Free Sessions, which is the proven, authentic process to help you get clients without selling. So if you feel allergic to enrollment calls or you turn into an awkward robot anytime you have to actually sell, you need this guide because it's going to teach you how to kick your sessions off from the beginning with honesty and integrity so clients don't feel guarded and you don't feel sleazy. You'll also learn the single most important sentence to say in every discovery session. This is a total game changer. You're going to learn the big mistake even veteran coaches make that ultimately turns people off. And of course, you'll learn how to let go of the pressure to sell and still be able to fill your coaching calendar. We're talking about selling inside this very episode and Flawless Free Sessions will help you take what you learned today even further. You can download this guide absolutely free at Flawless freesessions.com. With it, you won't have to worry about being salesy ever again. And now back to the episode. So how clear do you feel Mm -hmm. now about this enrollment process? I feel really good. I'm just kind of like, like going through my mind and just imagining it. I'm a pretty visual person. So I'm like trying to picture like do to do all of that in there. I think that feels really good. It's so funny. I think there's something around almost everything that I've done when you're in like a coaching or even like a psychotherapy, like no one tells you their prices before you like talk to them. You know what I mean? There's a process of like, you're not supposed to tell how much things cost before you like kind of give something to someone. And so there was a little piece in my mind around like, okay, if someone is it okay to send someone a pricing sheet? I guess if they already know, most of the people that are coming into me already know price-wise, like they've already been told Mm -hmm. um, necessarily. But yeah, that was the one thing that came up in my mind is I was like, wow. But I do appreciate when people are transparent kind of off the bat too. Let's unpack that a little bit and make sure it aligns with your values. Okay. Because I'm just going to step on a soapbox here for a second. There is... (laughs) So much bullshit out there in the internet marketing world, like strategies that convert, Mm. 
that aren't aligned with my values. And then we all sort of end up unconsciously applying these strategies because that's the way you're supposed to do it. Mm. And no one has, whether anyone ever knew, but none of us really know why we're doing these strategies. And then they also, if they're not aligned with their values, they're never going to work. And I could do a whole episode about this, but so <laughs> let's unpack it a little bit. For okay. you, what is the purpose or utility or benefit of not sharing your prices before people are in an experience with you? I mean, as a preference, I prefer when people are paying for things, right? That they're just paying up front. But there is something in me that's like, if someone really isn't able to afford, like if they need a payment plan and things like that, there's an option for those things. But the goal is that I don't really want to deal with that necessarily, right. right? I just want that to be a little bit easier because if I have to remember 20 different payment plans, right? That's just like kind of a mess. So there's a thing for me sometimes of like, I want it to be workable for people, right? So it's like, if sometimes if you put, this is how much it costs out there, some people that may be able to make it work, right? If they have some sort of payment or, you know, mm -hmm. there's some sort of option there, if there's like a sliding scale, you know, it's like, there's a couple of times I'll take on people that it's like, well, I can do this. And I'm like, okay, let's make this work in your budget. This is what I'm willing to do. Maybe we do a 45 versus an out, like that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's something for me of like, when you put your price out there, does it turn people away that might be able to make it work if there was a level of wiggle room, right? Or like flexibility for them. And I don't know if that means just putting like an asterisk and saying like, please inquire still if they're, I don't know. But okay. that's maybe the fear that comes up in me. Yeah, what I'm hearing you say too is, by list, listing the price, it almost puts people in a different part of their brain where mm -hmm. they're deciding based on the price rather than based on the value. Fair. And I think that is often for people, the argument for not having your prices out there. Mm -hmm. Okay. So what is the benefit then of sharing your price, not necessarily on your website, but as part of how you help people. I feel like I'm coming in really loaded with this question, trying to convince <laughs> you. So I'm just aware of that. And we'll, if you have your own agency and can decide, <laughs> but I feel myself really trying to make a case here. But as part of how people prepare to make a decision about hiring you, mm -hmm. inserting the price as part of the info sheet they get when they've already booked a call with you, what would be the benefit of that? <laughs> well, the obvious part of me is it like people that aren't interested at all, right? That are just like, oh, okay, yeah, this is a no. Then I don't actually waste my time trying to connect with someone that's just a no right off the bat. I'm trying to think what else by putting the pricing sheet out there. It allows the discovery calls to be a little bit more process-based versus like factual, like brain-based, mm -hmm. right? So it's like we can actually, if you already know, we can dive in more to like what they're wanting or more around the money. Cause I, occasionally people will come in and be like, wow, I really would love to do this and I can't. And then we go, okay, like now we actually have more time to process through that. I feel like I should have like a golden egg answer. And my brain's like crickets no. a little bit. <laughs> processing. It's great for me. It just can feel, and even for those of us who are woo woo, right. And heart centered, <laughs> The game of hiding the prices can turn into a game for people, yeah. which for me takes me out of my heart when I'm in discovery sessions because it's like, okay, mm -hmm. now for the big reveal where I'm going to tell you the price. So what we have found with the Six Figure Coach Club is it's interesting how often we will get feedback from people saying mm -hmm. that they appreciate our transparency around the pricing. Hmm. And we don't sh really share it. And Like there's a quick, super quick, you got to really pay attention, slide in the webinar that says the price quickly, but it is in the confirmation sequence. Hmm. So what, how would you feel about testing this? So maybe out of your next, you can decide on the numbers, but the next 10 people who come in, five of them get the info sheet with the price. Five of them get it without and just see how, Ooh. how, if at all, that impacts the experience for them and for you. What data comes forward when you test that piece? Mm -hmm. I do like that, the compare and contrast, because it's true. Otherwise, you kind of overthink the back and forth because I feel like depending on someone's business, sometimes either way could be helpful. I like the transparency piece. I think part of me likes just 
sort of putting that out there. And on my website, my per one session coaching stuff says the price on there. So if someone really was good at math, they could be like, okay, this times, you know, four times three, they could probably figure it out too. But yeah, I like, I always forget like you're driven by data piece. And I'm like, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Just testing it out a little bit and doing Mm -hmm. And I'm going to guess that you won't necessarily have solid numbers to say, oh, right, when I share the price, 50% of people cancel, right? Uh, And 50% of people who would have canceled actually end up hiring me or whatever that is. But I... The work you do is all about intuition and energy. So I want you to test this to see what energy it puts you in mm-hmm. and then and the clients in and let that inform whether or not you mm-hmm. when and how you share the pricing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're also bringing up something, and this is something I see just in more of the folks that are doing spiritual energy, woo-woo kind of stuff. There's this big, huge thing in the spiritual community that you're like, when you're helping people with spiritual based issues, you shouldn't be charging for it. There's a huge, huge thing around like spirituality, helping all of that shouldn't cost people money. And so as we're talking about it, I'm feeling that edge come up too. like, I've worked a lot on money pictures and like, I've paid a lot (laughs) too, but for some reason that still lives hard. I think in people, when you're helping with spiritual issues, that it should be this sort of free piece. I'm just watching myself kind of look at that layer of it too while you're talking because that's, I think, in there a little bit as well. Part of that is present for you. So by sharing your... So if that part of you could speak, how would it finish this sentence? If I share my prices up front, then... If that part could speak, if I share my prices up front, then... It's something along the lines of like people will walk away because there's a money hungry quality to it or like uh, trying to take advantage of someone piece, mm-hmm. something like that. I think that's something, something along those lines. Yes. I can hear that. So yeah, there's sort of a, a split and I, there's something that I see when a lot of spiritual teachers, healers, mentors, all of that kind of stuff. And it seems like there's a ravine sometimes there's like this people that are not really charging sort of what they're worth and what their training is and just kind of doing trades and giving things to people for free. And then there's people that have this momentous, really large fee that people are like, I don't see that's realistic for the spiritual work that you're offering or this kind of like making fun of, right? This like kind of spiritual materialism Mm -hmm. kind of piece on one side. And so I feel like I'm trying to walk the middle way, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like somehow in it of like charging what I feel I've put into my work and how I help people and how I help them transform their lives, but not in this way where I'm, and I, I don't know, it's never occurred to me to take advantage of someone spiritually, right? Like in a money way, but there's such a belief around that, that it's like, it feels like I have to like, I don't know. And maybe that's just mine. Maybe it's not as big as I think it is, but mm-hmm. I've had some clients say like spirituality, like when people charge for it, that's just, you know, X, Y, and Z. So I hear that sometimes. So that's a line a little bit, I think in me of trying to be the middle way, I Mm. think. Tell me if this resonates. What I'm, what's coming up for me as I hear you share is not that you question whether or not you should charge or even that you question how much you charge. It's this like getting caught component of having the prices out there to be seen and then to be judged versus sharing them in this container of a discovery session. Is any of that landing for you? Yeah. I'm trying to take in the like getting caught. It's like this, I don't know. Yeah. Like this bad, I mean, like if, if I had all the money in the world, I would just offer everything for free, (laughs) you know, like that would be amazing. So yeah, there's something, I don't know. There might be a belief in me that wants to be able to do that, wants to be able to help people transform and heal and do all of this really tangible, spiritual kind of somatic energy work. And so there might just be something, a blockage in me that like wishes that could be possible. And so I don't know what hurdle that is for me. Mm-hmm. in there maybe. I have uh, an invitation if you would like to accept it, which would mm-hmm. be think about what your impact initiative inside of your business looks like. Mm-hmm. So there's this rub 
right? If I could, I would charge nothing for this work. And the reality tells me I must charge for, for the work <laughs> that I do in order to live on planet Earth. Fair. Yeah. And then there's this other position, which is if money is energy and what you are teaching is energy work, undercharging taints the energy work too. Like I could really try to make that argument today, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't want to do any of that. Instead, I'd love to invite you to get really clear inside of yourself what does my impact look like? So I'll just make up an example here. Okay. We're launching a social impact exchange program where coaches who serve underserved communities or marginalized communities are invited into the Six Figure Coach Club. Their tuition is waived in exchange for feedback on how what I'm teaching, I'm a privileged white woman, right? On how what I'm teaching actually lands with their audience and functions in their business. So mm -hmm. for me, like, how can I make the biggest impact? Well, it can be by helping coaches with the potential to impact these communities be able to do so. And mm -hmm. so we got really clear on that. And for every, we're going to bring 24 coaches through that fellowship every single year. Hmm. Right. So, mm -hmm. and here's what that did. Oh, I feel very different now about what I charge and how we charge and how this is structured because I see exactly how I'm giving back. Mm -hmm. I've thought that through and there's structure to it. Mm -hmm. So I'm not inviting you to model anything that I just shared, but I would love for you to get really clear on what that part of you that would love to just do all of this for free <laughs> what structure you will give that part of you so that you're meeting both needs. Yeah. And there is something in me, even when we were talking about like the part of me that doesn't want to put the price out there is that I do have people that need sliding scale. Right. And I do sort of meet them in that place, or I do sort of make customized programs for them where I'm like, Hey, let's do a price that you can afford. That feels good for me. It's an integrity. And we meet this many times, right. Or we meet, you know, whatever. And so the part of me, around that, around the like, you know, wishing to just give things sort of away feels better around that, but it's true. There might be something more that it wants to give. And I think there's something for me around creating more courses around energy in the future. And some of them are going to be free offerings because I have had people email me and say, I'm looking for a psychic mentor and energy. Like I, I can't afford anything right now. Like, would you be willing to do that? And mm -hmm. so, you know, I've been like, well, you know, maybe we could do some sort of work trade, you know, situation or maybe, but there is a desire in me to get more momentum, to give more opportunities and resources for people. Mm -hmm. Right. Through, yeah. I think programs and courses and things like that. It's just all in the works and I need to get like four VAs. <laughs> <laughs> for the record, this is the second time in this hour we've been talking that you've been for VAs. So oh I'm going to keep my eye on you. <laughs> so as we come to a close, here's what's coming up for me. Mm -hmm. We haven't really resolved this issue around when and how you share the price. Mm -hmm. I want to invite you to just do some writing or meditating or processing around it so okay. that whatever decision you make, and it could be taking my invitation to test it, to then really see how it lands. Whatever you need to do to make that a conscious choice for you and your values rather than, oh, I'm not supposed to share my prices or, oh, Dallas shares her prices and she told me to, so now I'm going to do it. Let's really get you to an informed and empowered decision about that so you know why you're choosing to or not choosing to. Mm -hmm. And then the other piece is testing out the checkbox on the paid readings, this new discovery session funnel, mm -hmm. right? So that you can have discovery sessions with people who are coming in already knowing they want to do some ongoing work. Mm -hmm. And then mm -hmm. lastly, if you're open to it, spending some time visioning or planning what your impact plan is so that there's structure around it. And I'll tell you why. You said mm -hmm. something a few minutes ago that I just am not able to shake off. Because I want to take a stance for your growth and time and bandwidth and energy. You said, it's hard to keep track of all of these different payment plans with all of these different people. <laughs> and I thought, what's she doing doing a bunch of different custom payment plans all the time for people? <laughs> so I just want you to build a little bit more, put some more thought into the exceptions that you want to make so it can be more structured. So it's not an energy drain for you. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love tasks. <laughs> I'm like, yes. I'm like, give me five things to do and I can, I can definitely do it. It's just, um, yeah. Yeah. I can definitely do some brainstorming and some soul writing stuff and see if I can get clear on those pieces that feel a little murky still at yeah. the moment. Great. Okay. So how are you feeling? Our goal was clarity. Mm-hmm. How mm-hmm. are you feeling at the end of our session here? I'm feeling good. Yeah. I'm feeling, it feels helpful. Some of the first things are just sort of little switches and it feels good to have a couple different routes Mm -hmm. because there is a little bit more variables sort of with my business. So it's like, how do I have routes that are simple and easy and I'm not doing a million things, but I'm also making sure I'm meeting these couple different routes in the right way rather than just sort of trying to paste the same process. So it feels good to have that. And yet Again, my question is always like, how can I make this easier? And having someone do a checkbox is like the easiest possible thing. Yeah. To just know like, okay, cool. You got the checkbox. We'll set up another call. I'll do it like this. Oh, someone you heard that you love, like loves this work. You're already in, you know, the prices. Great. Let's talk about which program and why. (laughs) So that feels really, really helpful and clear versus me like staring at the discovery call kind of inside the coach club thing and being like, okay, do I use all of it? Do I try to just do an intuitive reading beforehand to feel like what's needed? Right. Right. (laughs) So, okay, good. I feel clear about that too. There, and there's some work to do just around the pricing conversation we had, but that's Mm -hmm. just you feeling into your own values and how you want to run your business. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what I'm taking away from this conversation is the importance of being decisive and also understanding that most decisions we make at some point down the road in our business are going to change, mm-hmm. right? Because we're growing and, and, and gathering more information. So we, with more information, we can often make better decisions. So mm-hmm. I guess that's my parting thought for you is I think we have a good starting point here. You're going to do some thinking and it can all be a moving target. You're allowed to change your mind which is not always comforting, but that's what I'm going to leave you with. (laughs) I'll take it. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. This was a really fun conversation for me. So I hope you got a lot of value as well. I did. Thank you, Dallas. You're welcome. And thanks everyone for tuning in. We'll see you next week. Thanks for tuning in to the Six Figure Coach Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate and review the show. That's really the best way to show your support. Now, if your goal is to build a six-figure coaching business and you need a simple system to get there, I would love to invite you to join us inside the Six Figure Coach Club. I'm so proud of the community we've built there. Plus, the mentorship and training you'll receive is truly unmatched. Now, the first step to joining us is to actually watch the coach class. That way you can see how my approach to six figures can work for your business. And from there, you can apply to join us inside the club. So go to watchthecoachclass.com now to learn more about how I can help you reach your business goals inside the six figure coach club. Thanks again for tuning in and I'll see you next week.